Hello and welcome to Unbiased. I'm your host, Michael Hairston. I greatly appreciate you tuning in today. There are a lot of things vying for your attention and time, yet you chose to spend a few minutes listening to the words of wisdom and experience that I want to share today, and I do not take that for granted. So let's get into today's topic as we talk about things that can help empower your decisions and spark your conversation concerning personal finance. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining. I'm hoping everyone had an excellent Thanksgiving holiday and had time to spend uh, with loved ones and family that you hadn't seen in a while and uh, had some great food, which I know everyone, <laughs> I can't think of anyone having a Thanksgiving where they didn't have great food. So that's always a plus. And that's, 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 a, that's a mandatory for any Thanksgiving holiday is great food. But again, I hope you had a great time with your friends. You know, I love this time of year because once you get past Thanksgiving, then Christmas is on, which is a favorite holiday of mine. And then we've got the end of the year. So it's a reminder that the end of the year is is wrapping up and there's some things that you probably want to do and take in consideration as you end this year. And one of the things you ought to do is if you're not doing it already, start thinking about next year because next year is right around the corner and you want to plan accordingly and put some things in place so that you can hit the ground running come January 1st. So uh, you know, as we end the year, you know, I felt it was important to kind of talk about uh, money and psychology, which is why I did, it, which is why the last podcast that I had, which talks about the pressure of obtaining wealth, uh, was, was so vital. And in that, it, in that podcast, I specifically called out the fact that we all have pressure when it comes to obtaining wealth and managing money and, and obtaining money and seeing that grow. There is a pressure that we all ex- experience. Now, it's different for everybody, but it's it exists in that there's a need to call that out because if that pressure is not talked about and not normalized, we tend to go on with our life and 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 in that um, anything that you don't talk about, anything that you don't discover, anything that you don't manage can eventually have a way of managing you. So the point behind me bringing up the pressure to obtain wealth in the last podcast was just to bring some discovery to the fact that, Hey, this is, this is an issue that we all face and we need to talk about it and then discover some ways to kind of manage it. So I want to continue at, continue on with that today. And in this particular episode, we're going to talk about money anxiety. And specifically what I'm going to do is make the connection between psych continue to make the connection between psychology and money and wealth. And then I want to make this connection and specifically as it relates to now anxiety, because I, this connection to me is important. I think it has great impact on us and we, it can help if we make the connection, we understand the connection. It can help us navigate future pressures that we all face to obtain wealth. And to me, this is a very necessary topic talking about money talking about wealth, but also talking about the pressure to obtain it and anxiety that we all face, because these are topics that must be acknowledged, discovered, and frankly, it must be normalized in our everyday discussion. You know, today it's normal to see all the hype about wealth accumulation all over media channels. It's it's normal to see the various strategies and ideas that people kick out in, and all of that's great. And that, that all of that information, uh, it has huge benefit. A lot of it is factual. You know, the benefits of wealth, they are real. They impact our thinking and drive our actions to do all we can to obtain wealth and and as many benefits that it affords us. So it's great to see this stuff because it builds our vision and lets us know that it's possible. So we want to we want to do all we can and use the information that's available so that we can all achieve our own personal journey of wealth. 
Now, I'm not knocking anything about wealth benefits. I'm not knocking the hype about wealth. I'm not knocking any of that. And because really it's normal for us to openly talk about what we've gained, how we've gained it and share that with others so that others can do the same. That's only natural. But as we share information about, you know, the benefits of wealth, how we got it, our strategies, and we share what I call the plus side of wealth, let's also not forget to share the dark side of the coin, which is the pressures and the stress that that regularly come along with trying to achieve wealth. And if you haven't heard before, getting money can be a stressful activity that hits us all in different ways. And this stress is so powerful that the stress and anxiety of, of pursuing wealth and growing your wealth, really that stress can cause your wealth journey to be delayed. It can even derail your wealth journey and it derail your wealth growth plans. So listen, money stress is a real thing and we have to openly talk about it just as much as we're openly talking about the benefits of wealth. So with that being said, I want to expand the conversation about the pressure of obtaining wealth and, and the psychology of, of wealth and, um, and specifically talk about anxiety, specifically financially anxiety or money anxiety, as I, as I started out earlier. First up, as we, when we get into this topic, what we have to do is we have to answer the question, what is anxiety? Now, this is where I put my psychology hat. And if you remember from the last podcast, I said that I'm a bit of a psychology enthusiast. I love reading and studying about it. Um, but don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'm not pushing ide ideologies or anything of that nature. You know, look, I know my role. I'm a financial advisor. I'm a wealth advisor. So that's the role that I'm going to play. But I do want to share just this one thing that I found to be um, to be common as I looked at what anxiety is. And anxiety is, in its simplest form, a great fear of the unknown and not having control or a sense of direction or a present pass forward as you're dealing with the unknown. That's what essentially anxiety is. And really, if I can simple it even further, really, it's just a great fear. That's all it is. That's it. And that great fear is driven by two main factors. It's not the only ones, but it's the main ones. It's a lack of information and a, power, and a painful experience. So I'm going to say this again. That fear is driven by two main factors, a lack of information and a painful experience. Now, there's a lot of discussion out there about what lack of information can do for individuals, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not going to get into that. What I am going to get into is the painful experience. Because that last one, you know, I don't hear a lot of people really talking about that painful experience piece and what that can do for your psyche. So I want to talk about that today, you know, and a painful experience is nothing more than something that you try. It didn't work and it really just left a bad taste in your mouth. Right. So and it sucks when you try to do something and it doesn't work out like you planned. No one likes that, you know, where you, you know, you went to start a business and it failed. You invested some money. Um, and the market crashed and you end up losing a fair bit of that investment or whatever it is, whatever that painful experience might be as it relates to your money. No one, it, you didn't plan to lose that or you didn't plan for that painful experience. It just happened, but it left a bad taste in your mouth, right? So your natural mental tendency is to log that painful experience and everything that happened. And that what happens when it, what happens in your mind, when it logs everything that happened to create that painful experience, it creates a negative influence. It creates, so, you know, in, so in that negative influence is designed to, to lock in that painful experience. So you remember everything that happened around that. So in the future, you don't repeat the same experience. Now, 
this happens from a, from a, this happens all the time, no matter what the experience, but as it relates to wealth and money, this experience is very, very true. If you have a bad, if you have a bad experience with money and wealth, then your mind will lock in that experience, create a negative influence that will dictate future actions so that the same thing doesn't happen again. In some respects, you might say, well, that's a positive. If I have a bad experience, then, you know, then, yo, I don't want to, I don't want to subject myself to redoing the same thing again. But let me point out that something else that happens when your mind locks that negative, when that negative process kicks in, that's where fear starts to set in right there. And that's that fear of experiencing loss kicks in and it starts to grow, becomes a seed that starts to grow because as your mind starts to think about and categorize the fear, excuse me, categorize the bad experience, the fear sets in. And now the fear causes your mind to start think of safeguards to put in place to protect you so that you don't incur, incur that negative experience in the future. That's a good thing. But I, what I also want to call out is that you got to be careful about the safeguards that you put in place because those safeguards can be very, very, very big barriers that can cause you not to act when you should, when future opportunities exist. I've seen this time and time again, where one opportunity was shut down. Another opportunity comes up and it's actually better than the first one that got shut down. But because the first one got shut down and the next one comes around, Granted, you need to do more homework so that you don't fall into the, the same trap again with the next one. But I've seen a lot of people when that next opportunity come around, they won't even that they won't even approach it or they won't they won't entertain it. Or if they do entertain it, they out of out of fear of the unknown and not having all the answers because of what happened before they end up being very, very slow about it. And then the opportunity, they miss the opportunity. Now, for some people, they're okay with that. But for a lot of people, you know, I would say that, you know, they're, they're probably not okay with it, but, you know, it's better to be safe than sorry, right? Because that's, you, we've all heard that before. So the, hopefully you can see this example that I'm mapping out about what happens when we have a negative experience, how our mind works, how fear creeps in, fear causes us to put safeguards in place. But these safeguards we put in place, if we're not careful, they become very, very big ba barriers that prevent you not to act when you should, when future opportunities exist. Now, this is why I'm bringing this up because wealth requires action. You got to do something and keep doing something consistently it, it, or else it, it doesn't work out. So once, if you want to accumulate wealth, you got to keep the process going. You got to keep the process going. It's a, it's a never ending process. You got to continue to keep investing. You got to continue to keep growing. You got to keep continuing to make moves that can position you to achieve the wealth that you want. So if, if we don't call out and recognize fear and pressure and anxiety, then, then the following will happen when the market crashes or your business fails, you'll take steps to safeguard yourself instead of taking steps to learn, grow and move forward in your investing and in your business process so that you can continue to pursue the opportunity that you dreamed about and that you saw. You know, wealth creation takes creativity, initiative, drive, vision, takes dreaming, it takes aspiration, all of that stuff's inside of us. And it doesn't take, it doesn't take any special skill to have all of this. We all have it, but you know what kills all of this? Fear, fear and fear leads to anxiety. 
and that anxiety of the unknown, if that's not, if that's, if that's unchecked, undiscovered, not discussed, it will keep you from engaging fully in the wealth creation process, thus slowing down your journey. And in some cases, maybe fully derailing your wealth accumulation journey. And I don't want to see that happen. So hopefully you can see the cycle and now it's time to do something about it. So the first thing you need to do is this. You need to ask yourself, what has my experience with money been to date? And then also ask, can you see fear at work in your wealth journey? And then describe the type of fear that you have. Is this fear keeping you from taking actions that you know that you probably should? Is it keeping you from reinvesting in yourself? If it's keeping you from learning and growing, what is this fear doing? So once you ask yourself this question, the next thing that you need to do is obviously jot down what you discover. I'm a firm believer in writing down whatever it is that you want to remember, whatever is important. I'm a firm believer in writing that down. So this is something that's very important. You want to write these things down. And, under, and be able to see on paper what's causing you to experience fear and anxiety or what's what's causing you pressure. Once you see what those things are, the next thing you want to do is understand, okay, what are some healthy ways to try to manage what you currently see? Now, again, I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not going to prescribe any methods of dealing with any of this stuff. But what I can do is offer suggestions and articles and things to all of you for you to read just as I've read so I, so we all collectively can learn how to manage the stress of and the stress and pressure and anxiety of, of obtaining wealth. So on the Unbiased Money Facebook page, there's an excellent article that speaks to managing anxiety. So if you if you have not seen it, I encourage you to go to that Facebook page. Again, it's Unbiased Money Facebook page. Check it out. That article is there. Uh, it was posted a few days ago, but it's a very short article, but it gives practical steps to, to help all of us manage the anxiety that we fear, that we face. And uh, it's a great article. So I encourage you to do that. Uh, furthermore, I, I, I want to also help you um, in the managing the, the managing the, the process of, of, uh, of anxiety is encourage you to talk to your financial team and personal confidence about confidence about the anxiety you face and the fear that is fueling the anxiety. And this is, this point is very, very important. You know, again, what's not this, what's not talked about, what's not discovered, what's left unchecked will eventually manage you. And that's what you do not want. So talk to your team about your anxiety. Talk to your confidence and personal people, personal friends about the anxiety that you face and the fear that that is fueling your anxiety, you know, and a good friend and a good financial team will help work with you to overcome those fears and anxieties and then collaborate with them to develop a plan of action to uh, deal with and manage those things. It could be something as more frequent meetings. It could be something uh, where a personal friend can uh, can now give you or point you to um, various articles that can that you can read, or that same friend knows what your wealth goal, what wealth management goals are, and what your wealth accumulation plans are, and they become a resource for you to continue remind you of the path that you need to take and why you need to take that. So there, those are just a few suggestions. There's a ton of them and I can spend probably about the next 30 minutes of all the benefits of why you want to talk to your team. But 
the big thing is, and I just said it a few seconds ago, is collaboration. You're not in this fight alone. You, there are people that are around you. So use your people, use your team to help you manage the anxiety that you're facing. What you will find probably is that they're facing the anxiety and man trying to manage it too. And collectively you can work together. And when we do things collectively, it's, it, it sparks something fantastic for the greater good, but it also sparks a sense of, of purpose and passion and it accelerates your drive. So I encourage you to please, please, please have a conversation with your financial team. Let them know the anxiety, anxiety that you feel and share that with your personal friends and confidence, confidants so that they can then help you manage the process so you're not doing it all by yourself. So hopefully this this our discussion today was impactful. I'm looking forward to continuing on in future podcasts regarding the pressures of wealth and continue to shed light on this topic so that we all can realize that it does exist. We need to talk about it. We need to normalize it so that we can better manage it in order to achieve the wealth that we all desire. Thank you for tuning in today to this episode of Unbiased. I hope today's conversation empowered your decisions and sparked your conversation or maybe even sparked a different thought concerning your personal finances. And I greatly appreciate you again tuning in today. Feel free to reach out to me uh, via social media. My Twitter handle is Hairston, that's H-A-I-R-S-T-O-N underscore Mike. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Michael G. Hairston, MBA. Or you can reach out to me via email at Michael at Alpha Financial. That's one word dot com. Again, that's email is Michael at alphafinancial.com. Thank you very much. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon.